Today's scripture reading is from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 10. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up, and Christ seated us with him heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by, that, by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Well, good morning. How's everyone all the way back there? We've added chairs, so are you doing good? Hello, 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 hello. Can you hear me back there? As Pastor Tabby mentioned, uh, 45 uh, young people, most of them ninth graders, uh, affirming their baptism of faith today on this uh, Reformation and Confirmation weekend. So um, as I did last night and as I did at 9.15, I want to engage you out of the gate and have us interact a little bit. Always good to know your audience and uh, know who's at worship. So um, let's do some simple yes or no questions because we say yes or no to things every day. Sometimes we're not even, we, we think so fast we don't even realize we're processing the information, but we do yes or no to a lot of simple things and some things we have to think about. But let's start off super easy. So I'll say a question and then you respond yes or no out loud because I think it would be great. Okay, here we go. Yes or no to ice cream? A resounding yes from this group. All right. And uh, let's uh, move into, let's continue in the food genre. Yes or no to Brussels sprouts? <laughs> I heard a mixed bag there. We asked the compromands this morning first to answer. And this, you could guess this one didn't lean yes. Now, I like the green veggies as much as anyone else, but I have to be honest with you, um, I've never been able to really just take this one on. I've tried, and I know someone out there sitting there thinking, well, if you had our family's recipe of Brussels sprouts, Pastor Tim, you'd like them. And the answer is, no, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> yes or no to the Chicago Bears? Yes or no to the Green Bay Packers? Hobbies, yes or no to reading? <laughs> you don't want to hear the answer the 45 gave this morning. <laughs> yes or no to video games? Kids? All right. Let's move on a little bit to travel and lodging. Yes or no to camping? For some of you, this is camping. Yes or no to hotels? Resorts. This happens to be Lowe's downtown Chicago if you're ever down by NBC uh, Tower. So, uh, awesome place. And no, this is not a plug or an advertisement for Lowe's. It just happens to be a picture. So, there you go. Um, let's finish up. Yes or no to cats? Yes or no to dogs? Remember, all dogs go to heaven. Remember that. It's an old cartoon. 
Who remembers that? All dogs go to heaven. All right, good. I was like, ooh, I hope they caught that reference. Last one, yes or no to your baptism. You know, that's what this day is all about for compromands, but also for people of Reformation faith. Why? It's because in the waters of baptism, God first says yes to you. Unless you were old enough to make the decision, most of us from the Lutheran tradition came to the waters of baptism at the font we were at, in the town we were at, in the church we were at, and we didn't have a choice. A parent brought us, a grandparent brought us, they held us in their arms, and looking down, knew in the very depths of the parent's heart that they loved that child unconditionally. Nothing this infant could do could earn that parent's love. From the borning cry, from the first breath, a parent is locked in. And there is a profound love that cannot be articulated at times. It cannot be expressed because it is just there for our children and our grandchildren. We love them just because. And in the waters of baptism, our Heavenly Father claims us as his own child. God makes the first move. It is an intersection of grace where the one who, as a child or infant, cannot choose is already chosen by God. Jesus says in the Gospel of John, you didn't choose me. I chose you. God chooses us. And at the heart of the Reformation faith is grace and an understanding that there is a God who loves us as his child, and there's nothing we could do, nothing, to earn God's love. He loves you just because. He loves you because you are his child. There is someone here today who needs to feel that love of God in their life. There's someone here today who's empty. Someone who has to open up their spirit and their heart once again to a heavenly father who says to you and whispers to you by the Holy Spirit today, I love you unconditionally as your heavenly father. Why, God? Just because you're my child. And the Reformation faith that goes back to the 1500s on October 31st, Martin Luther, at the time a Catholic monk living in Germany, posted on the church wooden door in Wittenberg 95 problems he had with the malpractice going on in his beloved church, at the time the Roman Catholic Church. He wanted to stir conversation, he wanted to have debate. He never wanted to launch a Lutheran church, in fact, if you know your history, he forbade the use of his name. When he heard people were talking about being Lutheran, he was horrified. He thought it was breaking the first commandment about other gods. Luther wanted to reform the church. The Reformation, that word, you can hear reform right in there. 
But from this posting on the church door came an understanding in his study of Scripture that we are saved by grace, not works of the law. And he got a hold of that, and it got a hold of him. And he put his life on it, literally put his life on it. He was kicked out of the church, excommunicated. But what he discovered in Scripture began to spread. Spread throughout the peasant Germany. Caught fire across the rest of Europe. Came across as this nation began. And grace is a concept from Scripture that could never be silenced. Our confirmands went to camp uh, Lutherdale, uh, and some of them were asked what confirmation means to them. Let's take a look and see what they said. Confirmation means standing up in front of the whole congregation and, and saying to everyone that you truly do believe in God. It means accepting your faith and saying, I'm ready to take the next, next step and become a full member of the church. I think it's like the next step in my faith journey and getting like closer to God and really in, like enhancing it. Confirmation means um, I'm confirming my love for God and he, I'm confirming that I know that he's always with me and I know that he's a safe place to go to. It means accepting God in your life. Confirmation is basically like a step forward in our lives and a step closer in our faith and our relationship with God. Showing that you are willing to dedicate your life to God. Um, taking a step towards God and learning more about Him and putting more trust in Him. Confirmation to me means taking the next step in my faith journey and really being able to enjoy it for myself, not just for as in, like at first you're always being taught by people higher than you, like adults or like youth leaders and stuff like that. But I feel like after confirmation, I'll be able to really enjoy the, uh, God's word and be able to learn about it myself. Um, confirmation means that um, I'm confirming my baptism and that I want to spend the rest of my life with God and with a relationship with Him. Confirmation is saying yes to your baptism. Being a child of God on Reformation Sunday is saying yes to a God who first chose us, gifted us with faith. In Scripture, in Romans 6, we read this. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too might live a new life. What the scripture is telling us is if this paper represents you and me, and this Bible represents Jesus, we are united with him in his baptism. 
and we are buried with him. As Jesus is buried in the waters of baptism, if we're united, what happens to him happens to us. We are buried in baptism. And the scripture goes on, and as he was raised on Easter Sunday, as he resurrected from the dead, we, united with him, are raised as well. We have new life. We live in the promise of eternal life. This is our promise from Scripture. Whatever happens to Jesus by faith happens to us. He was buried in the waters of baptism, so are we. He is raised to new life, so are we. And it's all about faith. Nothing in this Scripture is about our works. Paul will flesh this out a little bit more in Ephesians from our Scripture reading today. For it is by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It's the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. The scripture is saying this. I have in this box things to do to be saved. Things you have to do. Every Christian has to do these or you're not saved. Got to do these things and I want to share them with you because I think visuals are great. Because that's what the scripture is saying. Things you have to do to be saved. Which means living in the daily forgiveness of Christ and living in the promise of eternal life. You want to see what's in here? I said, do you want to see what's in here? Good, because this is all I got, so stay with me. This is what you have to do to be saved. The Reformation faith is a faith that said the righteous shall live by faith. It was the beginning of the letter of Romans that as Luther was teaching and preaching on it as a Catholic monk, he tripped over that verse in Romans. He said, the righteous shall live by faith. And it, as I said, grabbed a hold of him and, and he never could let it go. We are not saved by our works. We're saved by God's grace, a grace that chooses even an infant in the waters of baptism, who later in young adult life will say yes to God. So that's one box, but I have another. And it's what Paul was writing about in this text. Things to believe. There's a lot out there. You can believe a lot of different things. But Scripture's clear about what we need to believe to be saved. God so loved the world, he gave his only son. And whoever believes in him will never perish, but have eternal life. It's by grace you've been saved, through faith. 
It's not from yourselves. The cross wasn't your idea. It was God's holy plan for his creation. And he gifts you with grace and faith to walk as a follower of Jesus. So on Reformation Sunday, we might ask, okay, Pastor Tim, sounds great, but then what's with good works? Well, the scriptures are clear. We don't do good works to be saved. We do good works because we already are. We do good works as a response to God's grace and love in our lives. We do good works because it should be as natural as breathing for a Christian to do them. To love our neighbor as ourself. To treat others with the love of Christ. To walk as a person of faith. Oh, there's a place for works. But it's not a part of being saved. It's a part of living out your faith in a God who's already saved you. And that is the Reformation faith. Confirmation is saying yes to God. On Reformation Sunday, I don't think anyone in this service is going to be confirmed after the offering. Is that correct? We had 45 at the first service. But there's a connection for you here today. We can always affirm our baptism as a person of faith. We can always say yes to God. And on Reformation Sunday, what better day to say yes to God than to reclaim his grace and faith in our lives, which washes our sins away daily, which helps us live every single day in the promise of heaven and eternal life. Thanks be to God. So I'm going to ask the question I asked earlier, and I would, if the Spirit nudges you to give a resounding answer, go right ahead. Yes or no to your baptism? Let's pray. God, thank you for your scriptures. Thank you for grace. God, you have made the first move. You created all things. You created us. You sent your son for us, who went to a cross for us. Lord, your story is a story of grace. Lord, forgive us and our prideful nature when we think it's about us and what we do. Lord, forgive us and stir us by your spirit to be people of faith, to do good works for the sake of your kingdom, to do them as a faithful follower of your son in loving response to the gift of salvation, to the gift of your grace, to the gift of faith. Lord, we thank you for Martin Luther and the reformers who found in scripture the truth of your grace and your love. May we live in that grace every day. It's in Jesus' name we pray and we all said together, amen.